Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, well, of course, it's the getting toward the end of the evening. And I really wanted to send you a message earlier and um, or read a poem or something, but I don't know. The day just slipped away. Sort of a rainy, quiet day. Um, misty outside and uh, a bit sleepy. But I've decided I'd like to read you something from my book, M-Train. And uh, it's from the chapter called The Hour of Noon. And uh, once again, I, um, I hope you have, uh, you know, a, a beautiful night. And uh, our, the times ahead might be challenging, but, um, you know, I... I uh, I hope that everyone is filled with, you know, the strength and resolve to take it on. And um, But tonight I hope you have good dreams and Happy New Year. My father was born in the shadows of the Bethlehem steel mill as the noon whistle blew. Thus he was born in accordance with Nietzsche at the appointed hour when certain individuals are granted the ability to grasp the mystery of the eternal reoccurrence of all things. My father's mind was beautiful. He seemed to see all philosophies with equal weight and wonder. If one could perceive an entire universe, the possibility of, his, of its existence seemed to him quite tangible, as real as the Ryman hypothesis, as belief itself, unfaltering and divine. We seek to stay present, even as the ghosts attempt to draw us away, our father manning the loom of eternal return, our mother wandering toward paradise, releasing the thread in my way of thinking, anything is possible. Life is at the bottom of things and belief at the top, while the creative impulse dwelling in the center informs all. We imagine a house, a rectangle of hope, a room with a single bed with a pale coverlet, a few precious books, a stamp album, walls papered, in faded floral, fall away and burst as a newborn meadow speckled with sun and a stream emptying into a greater stream where a small boat awaits with two glowing oars and one blue sail. When my children were young, I contrived such vessels. I set them to sail, though I didn't board them. I rarely left the perimeter of our home. I said my prayers in the night by the canal, draped by ancient long-haired willows. The things I touched were living, my husband's fingers, a dandelion, a skinned knee. I didn't seek to frame these moments. They passed without souvenir. But now I cross the sea with the sole aim to possess a single image the straw hat of Robert Graves or the typewriter of Herman Hesse 
or the spectacles of Beckett or the sickbed of Keats. What I have lost and cannot find I remember. What I cannot see I attempt to call, working on a string of impulses bordering illumination. I believe in movement. I believe in that light-hearted balloon, the world. I believe in midnight and the hour of noon. But what else do I believe in? Sometimes everything, sometimes nothing. It fluctuates like the light flitting over a pond. I believe in life that one day <clears throat> each of us shall lose. When we are young, we think we won't. We think that we are different. As a child, I thought I would never grow up, that I could will it so. And then I realized quite recently that I had crossed some line, unconsciously cloaked in the truth of my chronology. How did we get so damn old, I say to my joints, my iron-colored hair. Now I am older than my love, my departed friends. Perhaps I will live so long that the New York Public Library will oblige to be hand over, obliged to hand over the walking stick of Virginia Woolf. I would cherish it for her and the stones in her pocket, but I would also keep on living, refusing to surrender my pen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening and, and, um, and all of your comments and, and from my uh, subscribers, all of your uh, comments on the melting, which you are the only readers of. So it means so much to me. I am, um, well, I'll talk to you soon. And uh, yeah, I, um, I always believe that no matter how rough things are, things will always get better. Good night. Bye.